I have a little secret for you. You are in the right place at the right time. Your soul knew exactly that you needed a moment to yourself to feel connected, to feel inspired, and you landed here. Welcome to the Taking Flight Podcast. I am Megan Holly, and I am your host. I am so happy and inspired every single episode to be here right there with you, going through these conversations with guests, or sometimes it's a solo jam where I dive into a story or a thought that has been brought into my heart to bring to the world, to the mic right here. I want you to be sure that you take a moment to really sink in to the space, to have something to take away from this podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a little you time because after all, you deserve it. I always remind people that you deserve to have the space and a place, which is taking flight right here, to debunk the things, the limiting beliefs that you have, to lift up the parts of you that know that there's more out there for you, and to just simply feel heard and seen. So here we go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the next episode. I was super last second inspired by today's chat, and I just was like, let's do this. I have a list of other things that I had on my mind for the coming weeks, and this one just like flew up in precedence because I saw something that kind of, I don't know, I guess chimed in my mind, kind of jarred thoughts that I could not suppress. So I'm jumping into it. I hope you're all doing amazingly. It's hard to believe at the time of this recording, it's already the middle of January of 2023. And wow, you know, I don't even want to say time flies because it's kind of an overused thing. It Time just does what it does. And I feel like the way we set up our days and our lives is kind of the way that we perceive time, if that makes sense. And so if we are willing and able to give ourselves a little bit of time to, no pun intended, (laughs) time and more importantly, space to, you know, really soak it in, use it as wisely as possible, not waste it doing things that don't propel us into whatever we need at that time. Maybe it's comfort and calm. Maybe it is getting things done or most of the time, most weeks and things. It's a little bit of both, but if we don't stop and kind of hunker down on how we can best feel grounded within time, I don't know, then it's going to continue feeling like it's flying. And so that's been, this is not what the episode is about, but that's been on my heart a lot lately because I have been having such a weird, I guess, existence with time lately. And it is, I don't know how to say it. Like, I just feel, sounds like I'm like on something, but I just feel as though some days the time is just kind of slowed down that the pockets of of the day where I am really intentional and focused, I feel as though I have more time than I thought I did. For instance, yesterday I had back-to-back sessions at a beautiful house that was rented for um, multiple sessions for branding. And each one, a couple had hour and a half packages and a couple had an hour package. 
And I'm always very mindful of time, especially when I have back-to-back things, especially when there's a rental in, in uh, the mix and all of that. And I kept feeling like, wow, we're getting so much done. We are being so productive. We still have you know X amount of time left. It doesn't always feel like that. Sometimes you're like, oh my goodness, it's almost over. Gotta go, gotta get this done. And I just felt like I've been in this pocket. And the only thing that's changed is being very more settled in my day-to-day, being more mindful about preparing myself for what I'm doing in that day, in that moment, in that project, whatever it is. And it it just feels, it's kind of bizarre. Like I almost don't even trust it. I have to look at the clock multiple times. And I just looked at the clock right now and it's 222. So it's a nice little, you know, repeating angel number there. And (laughs) just another reminder that when we stay focused and intentional, things are good and beautiful. So let's dive into the actual kind of belly of this, this episode, right? So something sparred in me, this whole idea of, faking it till you make it. So we have heard that for so long now, you know, I don't know, like it's just been around. It's been in the background of self-development. It's been that thing that just you hear and see all over. Like fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. I'll say that three times fast. And I definitely feel as though I have said it in my lifetime, you know, in recent years, building career and doing all that, but it's no longer resonates with me, faking it till you make it. I don't want to do anything in life fraudulently. I don't want to be a version of myself that I'm not. However, right, the caveat of that is to shift, change, grow, transition in life, we do need to do things that are maybe a little out of our comfort zone. Maybe they're slightly out of the norm for our typical way that we present in our personalities. You know what I mean? And so it's like, where, where does it lie? Where is the, where does staying truthful to yourself, to your journey begin without falling into the prey of faking it till you make it? I don't know the exact, you know, formula for it. There is no formula or exactness in anything like this in life. But what I do know is that I like the idea of leaning in until you love it instead. Leaning in until you love it. So take a breath. Take a moment right there with that. Say it in your head a couple times. Leaning in until you love it. What does that mean for you? What does that mean? at all. And I'll explain and expand on what it means for me at this moment. But I wrote a little note, no faking it till you make it girl, lean in until you love it. Lean in until you love it. And so what does that mean in my mind right now? For me, what it means is stepping into each day, choosing how you're going to go about it. We can't control all the things that happen in our life, in everyday life. We don't know when curveballs are coming many, many or most of the times. And we certainly don't even always have control over the good triumphant times either. Sometimes unexpected greatness happens. But what we can do is each and every day that we stand up 
put our feet on the floor after having a night's sleep, hopefully a good rested one. Not always, right? But hopefully more times than not. We put our feet on the ground and we can look around and say, how am I going to take steps today to feel as though I'm a honoring who I feel I am right now and where I want to go, where my, and I always have a little hesitancy of saying next version because we're always like, that's just not a destination. It's a journey. You know what I mean? It's a journey, not a destination. And so your next version isn't at the end of a task or the end of whatever, changing something in your life. It's just not, it is a journey. And actually this is so funny. So talk about alignment. I forever ago, I feel like it's been at least a few months. We got Panda Express. And of course there's the fortune cookies in there. And, um, I, I'm a sucker for just opening them up and seeing what they say, because I believe that many things in life, if not all in some way, shape or form are what you make it. So, you know, it's words on a piece of paper to some, and to me, it can really shift into something that, that I put into my days. And so I have one actually sitting up here and it says, your reward is the walk, not the destination. Your reward is the walk, not the destination. So that means two things for me. One, there is no end version of who we can become. And two, so many times we discredit our journeys, the hardships, the good, all of it. We can discredit any and all, usually all the in-between feelings. We brush it off, if you will. We leave it in the dust like, yeah, that happened, moving on. Or it really shifts us for better or for worse right? Losing a loved one or losing a job that you really loved, things like that. They can stop us in our tracks and make us completely shift. Even if it's just like a semi-permanent thing where there's a big deficit of maybe gratefulness or happiness, but it does shift us. But if we honor, if we honor the journey, the walk, our destinations will become more diligently vibrant. They will feel more in line with just what we really feel that we need and want in life. Because there's 13 million different angles that we can move about (laughs) in everyday life. And it sounds kind of like overwhelming in a way, at least to me, it like kind of washed over me when I said that. Every little thing that we do has an impact on us and the people around us and the outcomes of our days and our weeks and maybe our career and relationships. But if we start seeing them more clearly on a regular basis, we'll have a a little bit less surprise in at least some of the trajectory of where we're going. And two, when the curveballs come, we'll be more prepared. Nobody can take away the grief or the hardship of things that are heavy in life, but at least you can go, Hey, you know what? I, hmm, I'm going to take this and and I'm going to be here and I'm going to be sad and I'm going to be mad and I'm going to be angry and whatever negative feelings pop up for you. And then when the timing is right down the line, usually it's not happening simultaneously as the, especially the hard feelings, but even the good ones, sometimes down the line, maybe days, weeks, months, years later, we say, oh my gosh, you know what I learned out of that hard time is 
whatever it is. And so I know looking back and I know a couple episodes, I touch on this, especially the one about our stories. And I talk about, you know, one of my big stories in my life. One of the chapters was losing a parent really young. And in the episode, I talk about that not being the only chapter in my life, the only version in which I see of myself. I don't lead with it, but it has shaped me. It has shifted me. It has changed me. There are times and seasons that maybe that's still kind of poking its head in and going, hey, don't forget you had this hardship. But overall, because I'm constantly aware of trying to find why that was important to me and my story and the people around me, I'm able to grapple with the hard times. I hope that makes sense because I never want there to be an essence of, you know, what people call toxic positivity in my world, in my community. I want to remind though, that it is important to look at all sides, all angles of our lives and our paths and our walks and our journeys, whatever we want to call it. And so I remind of that to just go back to the idea of learning how to lean in until you love it. And so what is that? How is that different than faking it till you make it? Well, fake it till you make it just the word fake has a negative connotation. So what does our mind do from the human development side of things? Our mind already says, well, you're a fraud, you're a phony and you break down. And you're a lot less likely to step into your bigness, your choices, your navigation wholeheartedly if you already feel fraudulent. (laughs) So even just saying that is going to deter your greater potential in whatever you're trying to fake it in. But flip it into leaning in until you love it can feel a little bit more at ease. It can remind you that when you start edging, taking baby scoots, not even a step, like a scoot of the old feet, asking a question to move you in the right direction of something, putting yourself out there with a relationship, you know, all those little things that we take for granted when we sometimes are already doing them and other times we are hiding and running away from them. But when we do that, we're leaning into something that feels better for us, such as me and my career, stepping into running and having a podcast. I had to really lean into that and learn to love it. It scares me still right now. And I'm a handful of months into this whole thing. What if I don't have enough things to say? Who's going to listen to me? What if it never goes on to anybody's ears, right? And even on the flip side, what if bigger things come from it? What if I'm able to grow it and have an even bigger community than I could ever have imagined? What if I get on other people's podcasts and they are people who are doing bigger things, have bigger audiences? Oh my gosh, that feels kind of scary. So I had to lean into it and say, hey, you have no idea where this is going to go. It could tank in five minutes. It could just be in la-la land for five years. Or it could be something that some people out there in the world need. It lands with them and you move on about your day. And it's a beautiful thing. How would I know until I try? And none of the outcomes are really, if you think about it, that bad or scary. They are just. That's my my new thing I feel like I've been saying a lot. And I didn't even notice until 
the recent weeks and months, I feel, but it's not bad. It's not good. It just is. Think about that. Apply that to something that currently right now is bothering you. Maybe it's something that you're fed up with in your work. Maybe you're fed up in the way that something's going on in your home, a relationship that's frustrating you, somebody that you love that you're seeing struggle and you're fed up sounds harsh, but sometimes we get to that point where we're like, we have no idea what else to do within this. And a lot of times we do, there are more answers and different answers, but we're not ready to go down that journey or that walk, or we're not leaning into it with love enough to allow it to just be messy. And once we do that, we might see different sides of it. We might see that that relationship starts to be apparent where it's supposed to go or where it needs to go. We might see that, hey, the struggle that I was perceiving the other person to be having or going through actually looks a lot different than I thought it did. Hmm, different perspective, perception comes into play. Our minds like to play tricks on us like that. So when we start to lean in and allow that space to see things from different sides, it can shift. And then we might find things that we love way more than we ever thought. The thing that was so scary and daunting, putting yourself out there in some way, shape or form, right? Taking a scary step. You're like, I could never do that. Are you kidding me? I could never get that certificate, talk in front of that group of people, get out of this relationship change this thing about what I do in my routine that feels really daunting. What? It starts to be like, oh, it wasn't so scary. It was not so overwhelming. Were there still some kind of scary sticky parts? Of course. But look at me. I'm on the other end of it. I'm feeling as if I'm a little bit more equipped than I was three weeks ago. I feel that I'm becoming a little more immune, immune to the scaries that pop up. How beautiful is that? When we lean in, we love on all the angles, all the parts of our journey, allowing space to be scared as heck of something. I've been doing a lot of things that scare me (laughs) in the last five years. My one episode that I talked about zip lining in, That freaking scared me, man. Like I'm being real. (laughs) That was really scary for me. And some people might be like, "Mm, okay, cool. I've done it a million times. What's so scary? And some of you might be thinking, I would never do that. How did you do it? And then there's people in the middle that are going, yeah, I did it. It's, It's scary, but, but it was so cool and worth it. It scared the energy right out of me. I could feel it all just, I think I talk about it in there, my hands shaking and all the things. But when I look back, it was just my body's protective way of saying, hey, Megan, hey, Megan, I sort of perceive something that feels as though it might be a little dangerous. Going to add in a little extra adrenaline for you just in case you need it. And then I said, thank you, body. You are amazing for equipping me with the things that I need to stay safe, to be able to get out of danger if I need to. But I'm okay. I'm okay right now. And then zip, I did it. Zip, zip, zip. Eight more times I did it. And each time it got a little bit easier. Then enter that into getting in front of a large group of people and talking. 
My body's going, mm, hello, hello, hello. Something feels awry. It feels as though your thoughts are making me think that you need a little something, a little support. And the adrenaline starts pumping up and I'm going, hey, listen, yeah, I am a little bit nervous and I'm a little bit scared, but I've got this. And this time around was one of my least anxiety-ridden times of getting up in front of people, whether it's virtually or in person, because both make me nervous. Sometimes virtually is actually more nerve-wracking because it's a different kind of beast. Anyways, I digress. But wow, wow, Megan, you felt kind of settled in that situation. Yeah, you were nervous, but you seemed confident. You put your feet on the ground and you showed up. You got through it with a little bit less upset stomach and feeling like unfocused and all the things that come with the anxiety that you usually have. What just happened? What? Oh, oh, I see. You've been doing it a little bit more often. You've been walking yourself through it a little bit differently. You've been working through the demons and anxieties that hold on to you, that hold on to us as humans all the time. All right, you've got this. Okay, maybe next time I'll I'll send even less triggering hormones and responses. Look at you leaning in. (laughs) And that's the internal conversation that's happening and having a part of, let's just say that, a part of your success and struggle. So you get to choose, right? We get to choose if we are going to step into allowing our bodies to regulate themselves, do enough of the back end work to power into the lean instead of faking it or just not doing it at all, which is probably in my mind, especially if it's something that's going to benefit you in the long run, it's going to grow your business. It's going to help you have better confidence and communication in your life in all areas. It's going to kindle a relationship that you feel is struggling. Uh, So worth it then. It's going to be a beautiful thing once you get through it. That's the worst case scenario though to me. It's the worst case scenario that you didn't see your full potential, that you get through things and only see the hardships because, oh my gosh, that feels exhausting and really, really hard. If you ask me, I just want you to, if nothing else, as you're listening to this or as your brain does, whatever it does afterwards, just sitting and thinking, what is the biggest thing that is making me feel chained down? That is making me feel like I can't move an inch and move into a perspective that feels good. What is it? If you need to pause it for a second, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and think about it right now or jot something down, journal, whatever it is, do that now and come back. But I want you to really think about that because I've been, that's what has been propelling me through scary the last five years. Oh, you lost your job. Oh, what are we going to do? Jump back into the workforce or now I've got this weird little inkling that I need to start my own journey. Okay. That sounds scary. Should we fake it till we make it? What should we do? At that time, I think I feel like I really was, but I learned to lean in instead in the last year and a half, two years. Oh, well, you are going to go on this trip that really freaks you out because it's kind of pushing your comfort zone and you're traveling by yourself and you're meeting new people and you barely know anybody that you're going to be with. 
that feels scary, but let's just lean into it and see what it feels like. And guess what? It opened up a whole portal of different strength within me. That's the zip lining trip that I'm talking about. There was a couple of them, but that one in particular really like opened. It really opened up some space in me. Who would I be? What would I be doing? Five years ago, Megan, what would you be doing? Girl, let's hear it. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I would have, as I was originally intended, jumped into another job in the fields that I was already in, being in education in both early education and dance. Hmm, Maybe I would have just done that. Would I have been in the worst case scenario? No. But do I feel like maybe that version of me would have felt stuck at some point? I do. I do. And so what is it? What is it for you that's holding you down, that's keeping you tethered? And how can you look at leaning into it, even if it's the biddiest, babiest step towards it? And you're kind of like, I'm going to lean on the sofa here because it's just a little lower than where my arm should be. And I'm going to lean here. There you go. Find it. Find just a little leveling for yourself and lean into it. Pull in people and resources, look things up, educate yourself on things that help you feel ignited in it. Feel as though you can talk to somebody, reach out. Even if you don't think they'll get it and you don't have any other resource, but you're like, well, at least it gets me out, it gets it out of my chest, right? It gets, it gets it off and out into the world. Then go for it. Reach out. I'm going to challenge you that within the next seven days, whatever's bubbling up for you now or in the next few hours to make a small, little, teeny, tiny step towards it. Making a phone call, putting it on the calendar, sending a text that starts a conversation, whatever it is, I challenge you. I challenge you to do it and report back as it starts to unveil itself, as it starts to feel like it might be coming to life or fruition for for real, for real. Report back. Let me know. Reach out. Say this a thousand times over. I'll say it again that my social media accounts are linked in the show notes always my artist page and my business and branding page. Reach out and send me a note saying, Megan, I did this, the smallest step, but I did it. Or, oh my goodness, I conquered a huge booty thing. Let me know so I can dance and scream at the top of my lungs alongside you because I'm truly here to link arms and see what we're all capable of. I wouldn't be talking on a podcast if I didn't think that. <laughs> Let me tell you, because it it is not just something that, hey, this is so fun and I'm just going to do it. I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. Don't take that out of context. But what I'm getting at is it's still work. It's still p- pushing me into that lean. It is still you know, something to juggle in my days and hours and schedule and all of that. That's a part of the work that I'm doing in my life and on this planet and all of the things. And so I wouldn't be here if I didn't mean it, if I didn't really mean what I say when I say (laughs) and remind you to reach out. Let's build this synergy together, right? Let's create space for all of us to be making steps in the right direction. Now, can I just really quickly put a little disclaimer on here? You don't have to have big lofty goals of having an empire of a business or, you know, climbing Mount, <laughs> climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. 
You don't have to have all that in you to still think about this. It can be just something about the way that you run your life or your routine or your household or what you're doing in your job or career. You don't have to go start a company or do anything crazily outlandish for this to be something that you think and be mindful of. I think it's very important, very important for us to think of this on all levels of life, in all spaces of life. What can you lean into differently that feels as though it is serving you in a better format than maybe it had before, that is creating something that feels good? And so action steps are just to jot it down, jot it down somewhere. One of the episodes I read an excerpt of myself when I was in a not good space. And for me, looking back at things, even if it's, I mean, that was years ago. That was, I think it was 2014. I didn't even remember that I wrote that. I didn't even know that I had that journal still. It only had like 30 pages out of the hundreds that it had in there written in, but it got stuffed into a box at some point and I found it when I was looking for something. But writing it down has power is what I'm getting at. Write it down. So action step of writing it down, no matter how big or small this feels, or maybe there's a couple things bubbling up into the stratosphere for you. Once you write it down, take one small real life action that's tangible, that you can hold yourself accountable or somebody else can as well and do it. Do it. Give yourself a timeline if you need to. If it's something that could just get pushed off because of the nature of it, or you're just going to self-sabotage and push it off no matter what kind of thing or task or shift it is, put a timeline on it. By this time, I'm going to do this. And by this time, I'm going to do that. And see what happens. See how it feels. Let it sit over the next couple days and weeks. And maybe you tighten up the timeline because you start to feel after talking to people or looking into it a little bit more. This could be anything. Again, reminder, doing something for the wellness in your life, feeling a little bit healthier, having better conversations in a relationship, whatever it is. I'm going to say that. Like, I feel like I need a shirt that just says whatever it is. Because I say it a lot because it's going to be so different for everybody. I don't want to stifle our thoughts when we're thinking of that. So anyways, so action three, step three is start having somebody that you feel good around and trust to say, I am so excited that I did this or, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that I'm seeing some progression in that or on the contrary, feeling like you want to scream sometimes and telling that same person, I don't know, like, what is it? What is keeping me from pushing it off or doing it half bootied? What is it? Give yourself the, don't keep it internal, put it out into the world, put it out into the world. Once you speak it out of your lips, I feel that many times it can shift it. It changes our relationship with it even, you know? So speak it out, speak it out. And then lastly, not to be redundant, but just start leaning into that, visualizing yourself doing it. There's so many studies out there that say when, you know, baseball players visualize themselves hitting the the ball with the bat and getting a home run, that they start to really get in the zone with it. They start to, to do it more. They get stronger in their practice and they're in their gift. I used to talk about this with dancers too. Close your eyes and visually see yourself 
doing the turn, completing three revolutions in a pirouette or in branding clients? What are we so scared of? Well, I'm scared to do a live video because what if I don't say anything good? What if I stumble over my words? What if I don't know how to work the technology? Can you tell this is something that I hear all the time? Is that something that's in line with what you really want to do and with your goals? Head shake. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Okay, well, that eliminates me telling you don't do it then because sometimes just don't do it. Maybe there's certain things that it's not the right time, the right space, the right place. Okay. So we're eliminating that. So, okay. There's no real issue here. It is okay. Take your time, do it, visualize yourself doing it, set yourself up in your mind, seeing yourself sounding articulate, moving in the camera frame, feeling good, smiling and enjoying the process, not worrying about every word being perfect. There you go. Use that visualization and use it to your advantage. Lastly, celebrate as things feel good and don't just rest on that one action step. Start stair-stepping them, especially if certain things are multifaceted, which most things in life, even the most simple of shifts or changes that we want to make have at least a handful of facets of prism sides that we you know, can see and feel and move through. So start adding on. That's the lean, right? Once we start to get a little bit comfortable with something or the conversation or the shift, the change that we're making, sometimes we stop there. Oh, well, okay. Destination achieved. I have arrived. (laughs) And what can be really, really beautiful is adding on a tread to the stairs, adding on the next layer to the cake, creating more space for it to shift even bigger, looking around and going, huh? Well, I got through that. It was scary. Or maybe you're like, it wasn't as scary as I thought. Something jumped up in me that made me feel like I want to add on. I want to expand what this looks like. I want to speak about it differently. I want to do it differently. And you might find more layers. In fact, you usually will find more layers if you are mindful enough and if you are allowing yourself to look deeper. And so I leave you with this, drop the faking it till you make it so you don't start out your changes in life, your callings in life, feeling fraudulent. Switch to leaning in until you love it. I'm saying it one last time because I really want you to like three days from now, say that in the back of your mind, I'm leaning into this to love it. (laughs) And you kind of go, hey, what? I'm doing that. Cool. A lot of internal dialogue in this episode going on. (laughs) Really, really, really just lean in, lean in. You have the power. I'm not just saying this to say it. We all do. And I believe that we have been fed a lot of stressful thoughts and feelings in our lives that we can't do this, that this is the only right way, that that career won't make you a living in a life in a, in a financial situation that's going to be good whatever that, whatever good means. That's different for everybody also. We have been fed a lot of lies in our lifetime and it's not necessarily blatant, meaningful, lying to our faces. It's just become part of our way of being as a collective, as a society, of looking down on certain journeys, on different career paths, on ways of showing up in our lives and what's the thing. I mean, think about it. Oh, 
the best way to look to be professional is to wear a blazer, suit pants, heels or loafers or whatever. And that's the only way that you can look professional when that doesn't suit everybody. It doesn't suit every, (laughs) no pun intended. Um, It does not resonate with all industries, personality and and style are what makes us be ourselves. So what do we want somebody being themselves versus being a fake version of what they think they should be? And that's what we're seeing in the world right now. It is transitioning from the branding side of it. And what I see in my world is that there's a lot less industry standards or people are breaking the molds of that if there is, right? And doing it, obviously, as long as you're staying like in a safe respectful space and you're not doing things that are harmful or hurtful. Of course, that comes into some industries, right? Things that have regulatory ingredients or, you know, safety guards for working with people, especially when it comes to coaching and mentoring and things like that. Of course, as long as you're not going off the deep end, like really crazy town, then right. But all that to say is we have such an ability to shift these days more than we ever have. And there always are going to be those fire starters, those running into the wild trees, people who are doing it differently. But what if we all were doing it a little bit more on our own accord, on our own time? We wouldn't be badgering people that college is meant for you. And we wouldn't be saying that if you don't have this, that, and the other by a certain age, that you're a failure. We wouldn't feel like we have to fake it anymore because guess what? We would all be living more authentically and people would honor our authenticity versus question it. That's a weird feeling. Oh, are you really truly that passionate about what you do? Oh, did you really want to have that happening in your career? Or are you just doing that because that's what people told you you should do or because that's where the money is or because you felt like people pressured you into having kids? We wouldn't have to feel like we have to stand up for what we believe in if we just did the things that we feel good about, that we feel called to doing. You want to have a career that you have multiple businesses you have and you have seven-figure income Cool. You want to have a simple life living on a farm and that's the, that's the beauty of where you are. Also cool. You want to go to college? Awesome. You don't want to go to college. It's not for you. School stresses you out. What you have an aspiration to do doesn't necessarily need a degree. Yay. Like, <laughs> right. So let's look around and remember that the people we're judging most of the time, or the people who are judging us, on the contrary, it's coming from a place of either misunderstanding and misunderstanding not because you're not being open-minded, or maybe sometimes it is, but just misunderstanding because you're maybe not seeing all the pieces of the puzzle. You're a little on the outskirts of what's going on, you know, all that kind of thing. And so I find that if we just allow ourselves to know that sometimes we're triggering something in other people and sometimes people trigger something in us. It's usually from something that we are not honoring or understanding ourselves. Maybe we're not giving the right energy to it. Maybe we are not allowing ourselves to ask questions to understand where they're coming from better. If if you're triggering people, is it because, I don't know, maybe you're just living so authentically you? And this is this happens, you know? 
you're living so authentically you, they can't understand that your life can feel and look the way that it does. Not that it's perfect. You know what I mean? But they're just seeing it as, wow, they've got it together or their things are like their kids are really, you know, such mannerful children and wow, their career is taking off all the things. A lot of times it's just that they're, again, seeing the outside thing facade without seeing the work that you're doing, putting in the time to go to therapy or get coaching or have more family meetings and family time and, and just are setting the standards for your life. And they're just feeling some sort of way because they're not happy with something. So all of that to say, as I wrap this up is take some action steps towards the things that you feel indebted to doing that you are feeling bogged down by tethered all the things. There's a stake in the ground holding you in. Let's get it out of there. Let's let it out. Release it. And two, start kind of evaluating what's triggering you. What's triggering you? I know I trigger people sometimes. I know I trigger people sometimes because of my outlook on life. I scream, I cry, I get mad. I misunderstand. I don't see eye to eye all the time, but, and I'm open about it. Side note, but I'm also somebody who hasn't, and I don't want to say easier. I work to to do this. I work to shift my perspective, but for some people, they think, oh, it's easy for me or somebody with my type of personality to see the brighter side of things, to go through the hard, but, but still put a cherry on top. I trigger people because sometimes I live boldly and I'm out there and I'm doing the things. But I used to be really stressed about that. And now I'm like, but that's not about me. I'm not hurting or hindering or doing anything to other people. I'm just living my truth, my authenticity. And other people who are maybe feeling stuck or that they want to stand out, want to, are feeling some sort of way about it. And I get triggered by other people that I'm going, oh, I really, I really dig that and how they do this or that they were bold enough to, to make that choice, that change. And I start to see, wait, okay, why is this triggering me? Oh, okay. Does, is it because I aspire to do something similar, to have that whatever it is that I'm seeing or being triggered by? Okay, well, instead of being mad at them for having it, I'm going to take a look at what I'm doing to see how I can move towards it, that I can move the needle to have more work-life balance. Because sometimes that's been triggering to me when I'm like, when I'm seeing people or in the past, because I've been working more and more and more and more on this the last year, especially when I've seen people years prior, they're going on vacations more often, or even if they're not going on vacations, they're just shutting off and, and enjoying their life. Or so it seemed, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs, but from my perspective, and it was triggering to me how I'm, bu- I'm building a business. If I'm not doing things, it's not getting done. There's nobody else to do it. I got goals to hit. I got people to impact and help trigger, 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 trigger. And then finally I got to a space that again, on the flip side was, oh, I just see that I'm not setting myself up for that path very well. And if I look at it a little bit deeper, I'm going to understand what I can do to move in that direction. It's not going to look exactly like theirs, but it's going to be the thing that maybe propels me to make a different choice, to feel a little bit more empowered. Yeah. Let's do that together. Let's honor our triggers and see why it's triggering us. Deep dive a little bit 
and shift through it on top of continuously putting our, our action steps together for shifting, for leaning into something that deep down we want to love. We just don't get leaning into it. So what's it going to be for you? Let me know, share this episode with a friend, put it on your social media and tag me what you're going to do, what you're working towards, what you're feeling bold to step in and lean down into, hunker down into, share it with me, let me know, or even just private message me. I want to know what we're doing because collectively, the more that we're doing it, the more that we're shifting the people around us. Obviously, it's going to shift our lives, but the people around us, the next generation, that's what I'm huge on. I don't want my nieces and nephews and so many of the youth that I know and love from my years of my career to work as hard to love themselves, to work as hard to have a career they feel good about. So here I am. Let's do it together. Let's show them. Let's show them what's up. Send this to somebody who's maybe younger and struggling with understanding how to step into a version of themselves that they want. Gosh, I mean, I remember, I wish I had some of the people that I follow and mentors and coaches and and just people in my life who are being more intentional. People in my family even. And they were probably still working through it at the time. But all that to say is when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, oh my gosh, especially in those, those first vital years, I wish that I would have been in a space to see the other side of things, to put myself in rooms with people or have conversations with people that were right in my backyard to understand what they were going through, what I was feeling, to do things that made me feel more capable instead of being so, so shy, so scared, so unsure of what the world wanted and definitely not going down necessarily a path that I understood at the time. And I still don't 100% understand where I'm going to end up. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen two hours from now, two days from now, two years. But what I do know is I'm at least being intentional. So let's link arms. Let's do it together. If you enjoyed this episode and you have not yet, please, please make sure that you do a review, a rating, no matter what platform you're on. And just show that you're loving the show because then it gets out there to more people. And that, hey, at the end of the day, that's what I'm here for, us to just link arms and have a community of humans that are just trying to plug away and do the best that they can on this crazy old planet that we live on. (laughs) Um, As always, I am so thankful and grateful that you take some time out of your day, whether you're sitting quietly and just really listening or this on in the background while you're working and or getting something done around the house. Whatever it is, at least you're giving yourself a little space. So I honor that within you. And I am so thankful that you spend some time with me each week, savoring up just a little bit of you time. So never forget, as I always remind you, to stand in your dang power and the dang today, a dang power. You've got this. Let's do it. Bye, guys. Bye.